Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross App. It's October 4th, 2021. This is your Fightful Post-Raw show. We're joined by Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing good. Happy to be here as always. We've we've drafted you to the raw brand. You're not going anywhere. Man, was I even in a pool? I didn't I didn't even get an announcement yeah. or anything that Sorry, I was even you being got, drafted. You got drafted to impact too, but I've been drafted to impact. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point. Guys, please leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, donate a super chat. It gets your question or statement read on the air here at youtube.com slash fightful. Can't tell you how important it is to us that you subscribe. We dropped an interview today with MSK. Denise did as well. So make sure you check out hers as well. But uh, got a bunch of cool interviews coming up this week. Last week, we dropped Selena De La Renta, Alicia Atut, Alex Shelley, EC3, and JC ahead of Free the Narrative. And we're always breaking news over on FightfulSelect.com, including probably the most shocking draft pick of the night, Gable Stevenson. We broke that news over on FightfulSelect.com. We also have news on where Tessa Blanchard is signing, if you're into that sort of thing. We've already got super chats. Anakin says, Sean, can you give Denise some dribbling pointers? Well, normally I would say no because I'm not that good at dribbling, but I think in this case, yes, I could probably give Denise some advice. Hold on. on. Dribbling. I have a gimmick now. I just realized it because I've posted videos of me playing baseball, football, and basketball. I am the worst sports player ever, the I non athletic. Have, have I seen the baseball one? The I don't baseball think I one was the one where I was at knots and I was playing that game where I like threw a baseball. You saw it. I remember that you saw it. I got to I got to make sure. I yeah, make I, sure. I don't remember what the caption was, but you saw it. I just remember that. But anyway, so that's my new gimmick. I'm bad at all sports. So the non-athletic right here. Oh, man, I'm doing a uh, like I want to do like a series where I check items off my bucket list. And one of the items on my bucket list is go back to the little league fields that I played on and hit a home run out of them as a fully grown adult. And I just know Denise that when I go, I ain't going to be able to clear those fences. Sean. <laughs> like, I think that period of time has, has, has passed. It's a comedy <laughs> series, Denise. 
Yeah. Okay. Cause I was thinking about doing like a summer bucket list video where I do again, like something similar where I do my bucket yeah. list items, but my items were like things that I've always wanted to do, but I'm too scared. Like skydiving, <laughs> jumping off a bridge, you know, something like that. Not well, like I, full I wasn't on, not going scared. to my little league park. I wasn't too scared. I was just on Ritalin and I didn't grow until I was 18 or 19. I know, but like the difference in between like what you would like to do and what I want to do. I want to and see more Denise. Extreme. I want to see Denise do a kickflip. Um, Sean Blanford says now we just need Denise on a hockey rink. Have you ever ice skated before? I have actually. I'm not bad. I'm pretty good at rollerblading too and ice skating. I'm I'd not, be terrible. I'm not terrible at that. I feel like I'd be bad at all of them. I was always bad at like turning and stuff on any of that. I've I've never ice skated before in my life. I've never. I can speed too. Like I can go at a fast speed. We got Oblivious Kyrie saying, I thought Sonia was a step McMahon. She does it so well. I think she and Adam Pierce are a couple of the best authority figures we've seen. They're very good with the draft stuff, I thought. I have to disagree. I'm Damn. not that fond of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought a lot of the storylines that they've given them have made them look like not that great. And I thought they were like, okay, for the draft thing. I actually prefer Stephanie. My God. Well, Intangible One Cliff Beard says, can we get Denise and Kate to live stream Bound for Glory? I think they'd make a great heel tag team like Fightful's Dirty Dogs. Well, Denise, it's not going to be Bound for Glory. No, it's not. But <laughs> have, have you announced it yet? No, um, I haven't actually. Do you want to? Yeah, go okay. for it. Wait, Kate am I doing it or am I doing it? Are you, do you, you, do do it. it. you do it. You do it. You do okay. it. Okay. Kate yeah. and I are doing on sh a show on... Saturday, we're doing the Knockouts Knockdown show, so it'll be really fun. So not Bound for Glory, but close. I won't be doing the Bound for Glory post show. I'm going to be at GCW. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, I think I think I'll probably be doing that one. I'm not sure. If not, it'll be it'll be somebody else. Um, I think we pay Jeremy. Are you going to be at Bound for Glory? No, I'm not going out there. No, oh. one Vegas trip a year is enough for me. I'm not That's doing it? that. Oh, yeah. come on, Sean. Uh, yeah, I'm good. You live it up. Nikhil Biznath said, did not watch Raw. KO get drafted or AEW bound? He got drafted. Uh, we'll let you know all this stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry. Nurguru says, all I'm going to say is Kevin Steen is all elite. Get these super chats in, guys. We want to hear what you guys think of the draft and what you guys think of uh, a whole lot of stuff. Uh, but Matt Raykeel says, thought some huge news story broke today with Facebook and Instagram crashing. How about those Bengals, Denise? What about the Bengals? They won again. But uh, we. How well, do I care? You, I don't you care. To, you seem to care last Thursday. I just but, like to talk smack, Sean. Whenever evidently. I can talk smack, I'm there. Uh, we've got more draft thoughts from KE775. Says, What's up with Dakota Kai? Is she going back to NXT? Is it a foregone conclusion? Sasha's winning at Crown Jewel. I don't think any result is a foregone conclusion, Denise. I wouldn't doubt WWE is like, Oh no, we'll keep the title switched. That way we can have women, the women on both shows. Because it's Becky and Charlotte. Why wouldn't they want that? Yeah, I think you they think would do they that. You would do that? I think I they would do a, that. I thought it was an obvious. If there was, to me, I see two options. One, you have Sasha Banks winning at Crown Jewel. Mm. Or two, you swap the belts, which I would not be fond oh. of, especially with the, women's, with the women's championship belts. I would not be stoked about that. So yeah, that's, that's the way that I see things. I hope they do not do like a flip, you know, back and forth thing. I don't know. Would it help? I don't like the idea, though. 
I oh. like things to go with where they belong. Switching the belts are going to be so ridiculous. Now, I want to preface this, guys. If your question is, why wasn't Asuka drafted? Why wasn't Eva Marie drafted? Why wasn't Elias drafted? Why wasn't anybody drafted? They weren't in the draft pools. That's just straight up that they weren't in the draft pools. They're injured. They're out of action. They're sidelined. I've got an extended list that will be going up on FightfulSelect.com of people who were not in the draft pools. But, but Sean, you cannot get upset at people who ask because it's not like we were made aware of who was sure. in what pool ahead of time. Like sure, I, I felt dumb on Friday tweeting what the hell happened to Becky Lynch. And when, we all when knew. I tweet about it six times, though, and then they ask on the very tweet where I say they're not in the draft pools, yes, I can get frustrated with it. Yes, but then they should tell us who's in the draft pool so yes, we won't should. be looking silly and you won't be having to get the same question 50,000 times. I don't disagree. It would have eliminated some of the surprise of some of this stuff, though, uh, including Gable Stevenson, who we broke the news of on FightfulSelect.com. He was drafted to, I believe, Raw. Uh, but Ken says isn't... Stevenson doing finishing NAACP stuff. You mean NCAA stuff. Uh, that's a different thing. Yes, he is. But um, that won't carry him all the way through next year even. Is this to hold people's attention or am I misremembering? It is to hold people's attention. There are no real, I mean, I don't know if there's any real uh, benefit of doing this besides keeping. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really, the way I that's see really it. about it. When you posted that tweet about uh, saying that you, before you posted on Fightful Select, you posted a tweet saying that you that somebody out of left field is going to be drafted. I knew right away that it was going to be him. I was like, they're going to do it, but they're going to do it for publicity. And then shortly thereafter, I saw your post and I was like, ha I was right. I knew it. I now know what goes on in Vince's head. Yes, indeed. Uh, Bezo Bank says, I can't remember. When do these picks take effect? Oh, I wish they would have mentioned this a million times. Denise, I really wish that they would just say, hey, the, the brand split is null and void until this point because you had people popping up on each show. The Dirty Dogs showed up and they didn't even get drafted, Denise. Dude, I'm sorry, Sean, but I have a really bad memory. And but come October 22nd, I am going to be like, I didn't even remember this person was drafted. I don't even remember who was drafted. Like, unless you're a big star, I'm not going to remember whether or not you were drafted and where you were drafted to. I'm sorry. But, like, for me, it's something that I know I'm going to forget, like, by the time these drafts actually take effect. Because we still got, like, two weeks, man. I think even more than that. We got three weeks till the 22nd. Yeah. That's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, Cliff Beard says Becky and Flair are going to trade the titles. I hope not. That would be so lame. It was lame the first time. Uh, Rafael Garcia says, Super Chat, it's because I had WWE Raw and End of LACP on my bingo card. as two terms that would be mentioned together on this show. Well, this was a show. Um, it did happen. Orlando Arego says, Night two picks were interesting. Shocked to hear Gable Stevenson for Raw. Were you shocked to hear that as well? Yeah, but before I broke the news on Fightful Select. Oh, well, no. The second I told you, the second I saw your left field tweet, I knew that, that it was going to be him. And then once I saw your really? Fightful Select. Yeah, I, I just told you, Sean. I literally just told you yeah, that I, can't I guessed be, I can't it. be arsed to pay attention. Um, yeah, why am I on this show so, then? 
So as as I think about Hold this. Hold on. Do the people not see what's happening here? I literally just said this. And Sean's like, oh, you. I'm done. Sean, continue on. Why do you even ask me my thoughts? You are so not done. You are so the opposite of done. But let's talk about uh, the draft and, and who went where. So as we go through this, you, you guys are free to send Super Chats about it because we will continue to talk about it more. Becky Lynch, Bobby, Lathley, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, AJ and Omos, Kevin Owens, Street Profits, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Gable Stevenson. Uh, the ones who, who moved to Raw are Becky, Seth, Owens, Street Profits, Balor, Carmella, Gable. That is that is pretty substantial. Like that is like Olympic gold medalists, former world champions, current world champions, former tag champions, former NXT champions. Like there are some real big names moving over to WWE Raw, and they needed it. They needed some help, I thought. Yeah, they definitely did. I think that right now Raw is looking pretty good. I think they're both looking pretty good, but I think that for some reason, you know, I mean, not for some reason, but I was expecting for SmackDown to feel like a little bit of a more obvious of like, oh, all the stars are on here. But I think that they actually did a pretty good job of balancing it out and making both sides look pretty fairly on par with one another. And like, I haven't like literally like looked at everything like side by side, but just like based off the top of my memory of everybody who was drafted the rosters right now feel pretty even in terms of like star power and quality of you know talents that they have on the show if you guys go to fightful.com we have a wrestling section and a resources section within that where we are updating these rosters uh as we can uh as as we get information on who goes where and what changes we're going to update that we have a raw section smackdown section and an unassigned section as well uh but Sean Blanford says, looking at the post-draft rosters, SmackDown's main event scene is looking really weak. Who do you think will be next in line after Brock and Drew for Roman Reigns? Raw clearly won this year. Well, if they send Drew over there after he lost all those title matches, after he lost the U.S. title scene matches, after he loses to Big E, and he doesn't get heated back up, Denise... It's going to die a death. Nobody's going to give a damn about him and Reigns if they do that. Like, that's the thing about Drew McIntyre is that he always has who he is because he's just, you know, Drew McIntyre. And I feel like he's sort of already established himself, you know, as being a top guy. And that's always going to be there. But they really did hurt him a lot. You mentioned some of those things already. But on top of that, you had the very, very, uh, I don't want to say annoying, but terrible promos where they were having him do the history lessons, which we've talked about extensively on this program. And then you also have him in matches against Shanky and beer that necessarily doesn't do much either so it's like they really got to they really got to build him back up they got to do so much more with drew mcintyre to kind of get him back to that level of likability where like everyone is sort of like on the same page with drew mcintyre i mean he was one of the guys that was like most over when he when he won the royal rumble like do you remember that reaction that he got and now it's like well now it's just just drew mcintyre they need to get some of that star power back on him joe pearl lets us know that Liv morgan is on raw she will never escape carmella ever 
Uh, right about that. Dang. Nerd Guru says, not sure what they have for Gable, but my pitch is MVP returns with some hurt business expansion with Bearcat Lee and Gable Stevenson. I guess we'll see. Uh, MVP also not drafted. Again, I'll have a full list of people on the roster that were not in the draft pools uh, on FightfulSelect.com probably tomorrow. I'm going to have a bunch of draft news. I'm going to be up all night talking to people about this draft and finding out what I can find out because there are some interesting names that you guys are just kind of are just kind of overlooked that probably should be in there. Alicia Ellis, our good friend says interested to see Finn and AJ interact. Their impromptu match years ago is one of my faves. I wish WWE would lean into the type of stuff AEW does like playing off of real life, like Finn and AJ cutting a promo and Finn's like, you couldn't even keep our friends here. Like, you couldn't even, like, save their jobs. Like, you're worthless. Like, I want to see some realism to that. I did see Finn Balor already tweeted AJ Styles, so that was a nice little uh, tease there. Yes. Uh, So let's talk about who went to SmackDown. We got Sasha and the Usos, Nakamura and Rick Boogs, Sheamus, Shayna Baszler, Zia Lee, Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Humberto and Garza, Cesaro, Ridge Holland, and Sami Zayn. So let's take a look at who they gained. Uh, They gained... Sheamus, Shayna Baszler, Zia Lee, the Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Humberto and Garza, Ridge Holland. So that's nine guys. You could argue that all nine of them, like if you were to to look at who switched between Raw and SmackDown tonight, they're behind Becky, they're behind Seth, they're behind Owens, they're behind Balor. Most of them might even be behind Carmella. I mean, she's had a couple of title rates. Damn, as far as buzz goes, almost all of them are behind Gable Stevenson for the, the sheer curiosity of it. But what this looks like is, if I didn't know any better, I would think that Paul Heyman was running SmackDown. If I didn't know better. He's not, but this looks like a bunch of people that Paul Heyman would go, give me them. I want them. I want Shayna Baszler. I want the Viking Raiders. There are a lot of people that can work. Uh, there are a lot of people that have upside. Humberto and Garza, especially as a team. Shayna has a bunch of upside. We don't know what Zia Lee can be. We don't know what Rich Holland can be. Uh, we don't. We know that Ricochet has some upside. Who stands out to you on on SmackDown as far as these these draft picks that moved over? So looking at this list for the, looking at this list now side by side too, it's definitely looking like Raw is a lot stronger. But anyways, um, Ridge Holland for me on the SmackDown side is definitely the biggest get. One of the things that I noticed based on the SmackDown that, that he's teaming with Madcap and Happy soon, he's gonna have suspenders <laughs> no, and a hat. Please, soon. God, no! He's, look at what he wears on NXT. No, he wears the hat Sean. and the jacket. Please do oh, not manifest also, it. Seamus, uh, that wasn't, yeah. Seamus is probably the most high profile name that they picked up. See, and that's not even like, I wouldn't even say too high profile because like, obviously there's, you know, I feel like he's sort of been like 
in the same like steady picture on Raw anyways. But I would definitely say Ridge Holland is probably the best one out of there. I feel though that a lot of people that got drafted to SmackDown are kind of those people where it's like, well, what if you actually do something with these people? There might actually have something there. You already mentioned Umberto and Angel Garza, but let's talk about Ricochet, for example. He's somebody that I feel that, you know, a lot of people feel that they can actually do something with. Zia Lee, I'm really happy just the fact that they even announced her on the show they could have easily made this announcement on social media the fact that they announced her on smackdown i mean on raw is um kind of makes it feel like a bigger deal and for the most part like people were legitimately getting into her character on nxt for what it's worth um but looking at the rest of the list, Jeff Hardy, I'm wondering, like, uh, he did tease, like, this new uh, this new version of Jeff Hardy coming. I'm assuming he's turning heel. But, I mean, like, Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, Drew McIntyre, those are, like, the biggest names that yeah. they oh, got I was just, there. Yeah, as far as tonight goes, they definitely went, like, potential heavy on SmackDown. Um, Zia Lee is very interesting to me. We'll we'll see how that goes. She could be somebody that figures in big, or she could be somebody that they sit in catering for for a long time. Uh, Brandon Charles Powell says the twenty four seven title is only on Raw, right? If so, that gives me some hope for Ricochet on SmackDown. Nope, that title is on any show anywhere. If you if you remember, uh, Reggie popped up. He went back and forth between them. Uh, Ke seven seven five said, "Have you heard anything about the Raw rebound and SmackDown breakdown? Are they going to be like extra shows to get more people on TV?" I haven't heard a damn thing about that. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. So um, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look at that. Maybe I've been, been out of it or something. But Brandon Charles Powell said, "You said what, Denise? What I say? I don't know. I don't know what you said. I don't know what I said either." Bezos says, "Why not wait until the 22nd to do the draft? Because they had already pushed it back at one point, so they wanted to get this done, and they had a, a season premiere to do." Ken says, "The third time I've got those acronyms messed up." Are the undrafted free agents more likely to actually pick a brand or sit in catering? Uh, they're more likely to get sent to a brand and then sit in catering is what they're likely to do. Orlando says, Raw went by quick. Seems like they're doing small feuds until Crown Jewel. Or just running matches back, Denise. Yeah. Oh, I It just really bums me out. I know, that, I, know, I know the reasonings as to why there's this big gap between the draft and the day that, the, that it takes effect. But it's like, how do you have a season premiere yeah. without the new roster? I'm sorry, but that just to me is just too, it's too confusing. I, I, don't, I don't like it. Joel says that those two names were a couple of copyrights. I'll dig. I'll see what I can find out. RH says, I can't wait for Alpha Academy to end so a new TAD team can form in 2022 called Chad Gable Stevenson. Buddy, uh, Gable Stevenson, is uh, his brother is in the Performance Center right now, and I bet you they're going to do what they can to have him ready. Uh, WD Mark says they're going to run Liv Mella Zelina on Raw. Oh, my God, Zelina's over there, too. Yeah. All three of them are on Raw. Jesus Christ, man. It kind of felt like for a second that they were being separated, but that's definitely not the case. We're going to get the same thing there. Guys, get your super chats in. It means an awful lot. Nikhil says, can't wait, or can't believe WWE had the balls to tweet that Kofi squash. That, that triggered me. It really did to me. I didn't see it. What happened? They, they tweeted two years ago today, Brock Lesnar beat Kofi Kingston in... And, and it, it out. I mean, that was when me and you started this show and it was a real dark period for the title scene. Like 
think about all that happened there. They blew their wad on the, the Brock Lesnar money in the bank and just bam, did it. They had the fiend in the title picture. He didn't need to be in it. Then they had him lose to Rollins. Then they had him win the title and then lose it to Bill Goldberg. It was a mess. They had Kane Velazquez get a title match in Saudi Arabia and they got the title off Kofi to do it. Dang, that's when we started the show. Fun. Oh, Fun boy. times. Guys, if you all don't mind, uh, I posted this link on my Twitter. Share it, retweet it, all that good stuff. Spreading the word really helps us out. Norm Summers says, what's up, you guys? How long will it take for a Bearcat Dijak match or, God forbid, a team up? Will he go back to Dijak or will he change his name to Dominic Dragon Man? I just wish T-Bar's name was Dijak. All capital letters. And that's just, it. That's it. By itself. Dijak. WWE loves to simplify things. Like his like name and his name outside of WWE was Donovan Dijak. And they were like, oh, let's make it Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. And I, all right. I wasn't even saying that last name right for like the longest time. I would every time it came out of my mouth, something different came. I think I was calling him Dijakovic for a certain period of time. Man. <laughs> Uh, Blocka says Denise's wrestle talk draft is better than the actual WWE draft. Most obvious screwed up in internet wrestling history. It Justice was always getting screwed on wrestle talk. It's sad. You, you guys can also check out the, uh, fantasy draft or the mock draft that the distraction and Grapsity did last Thursday on the distraction. We launched the Grapsity podcast this past Saturday. They talked about Arn Anderson with that Glock. They talked about Leo Rush. They talked about Keith Bearcat Lee, representation in wrestling media. Every Saturday, Phil Lindsay, Righteous Reg, and William Washington bringing you wrestling news at noon. You guys are going to love it. We got a bunch of draft talk. We will get back to it. Uh, we're going to talk about Jeff Hardy, Damian Priest, because you know we had to have this match again, Denise. We had to. And I even said when Jeff Hardy didn't win his match at the pay-per-view, I said, don't worry. They're going to do it before the roster split. The match was fine. Jeff loses after a swanton bomb, but he goes for a lazy pin, and Damian Priest does not play that shit. He does not play that. He hits a crucifix and beats Jeff Hardy. I really dug the finish. I liked the match. It's just, how could we be arsed to care for like the fifth, sixth time? He's beaten Hardy. He's beaten Sheamus twice. He beat Sheamus again. He beat them both. Damn. Yeah, it really takes away from the win feeling like a big deal. Like, it should feel like a big deal when Damian Priest wins. It did, to me, it didn't feel like a big deal. It's kind of like, okay, we all know where we're getting at here. Let's just kind of get through with the match. And, you know, last week, Damian Priest had a really great match, and that was really fun. Uh, his match with Sheamus, that was great, considering that it's a match that we'd seen a million times. So it was still really good. Obviously, this one was a lot different. It wasn't to that level. Um, but either way, I just kind of wish that, why are you making that face? Because I just got the most confused. So they, they made some more picks, right? Right, right so, now for the draft? Yeah, yeah. Let's just get through this segment. Let's get through this segment because it's very confusing. Okay. Some of the, some of the decisions they made, like baffling. Right. 
Two Baffling thoughts. Denise. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's probably gonna turn heel, and I'm and I'm I'm I think he needs it. I think yes. it's the right thing to do. Uh, the other thing is that I love that I love the way Jeff Hardy sold the hell out of that missed dive. I mean, he sold it like a car crash. Like that looked great. Yes. And then um, the other thing that I wanted to get on is just more uh, challenging matches for Jeff Hardy. They should they need to make him look like a be- like a better challenger. Um, but then again, that's it. Okay, now I want to hear the news. That's okay. We we got Austin Theory coming out after this. He is a new Raw draftee. Uh, he is playing fanboy. I thought this was going to be like a fanboy gimmick. And I was like, okay, this could be the I paid for your house. You owe me something gimmick. I think that could be funny in the future. But then he beats the hell out of Jeff Hardy and takes a selfie with him. What do you think of this? Honestly, my honest opinions. Yeah. Sean, I forgot he was on the main roster before this. <laughs> when well, he, he, came out, he was who? Austin like, Theory? I, yeah, like well, I he forgot. hasn't been. He just I got know. drafted back to it. Friday. I know, but before that, though, yeah. I forgot about everything he had done. Like completely forgot. And then I was like, oh shit, like why did I forget about this? But it, it, it's kind of like just to basically put it out there that it wasn't necessarily all of that memorable, you know? And anyway, so when he came out here today, I actually liked the whole fanboy thing and I liked the direction that they were going and I liked him turning on Jeff Hardy. All of that was fine and it actually helped because he came out, when he came out, he came out to no reaction whatsoever. So him kind of making the crowd, you know, laugh a little bit that fanboy you know him fanboying and all of that and then turning i thought that was great i really like that we've got a super chat cliff beard says i hate how wwe tried to make us look stupid with theory talking about his dream was to be on raw when he was there last year and with becky saying flair and bianca have never faced forgetting about nxt uh well Austin was there until last June, and I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, speaking out, I think it had as much to do with Paul Heyman getting fired that week as anything because he wanted him up there. But uh, we're going to talk about the 24-7 segment too. But in the meantime, Damian Priest got drafted to Raw, and I think that was legit happiness on his part. If I were him, based on the way he's been booked, I'd probably want to stay on Raw too because he's one of the few people that gets protected really heavily on raw and i mean he was supposed to go to smackdown last year and some guys at the top put the kibosh on it so i probably wouldn't want to head over there either i'd want to stay on the brand where you're protected really well so i think that was a legit sense of happiness there uh we saw the 24 7 title segment in which apollo cruz and commander aziz witness all this reggie got lured out there and I just, I just think, like, I wonder if WWE Raw is going to pretend like they don't know this guy, Commander Aziz. Now, I, I mean, I don't have anything to say about the 24-7 segment. It's the same stuff we've been seeing. It's, it's okay. But we're talking about a guy in Commander Aziz who, on this program, tried to rip a man's penis and balls off with his bare hand while Shane McMahon watched, like, yeah, that's that's that shit I like. And they're going to act like they don't have any idea who he is. 
Of um, course not. It wouldn't make sense. They're they're not gonna say anything. It wouldn't make sense for them to make sense of that and to try to remember. I mean, come on. Like, there's been people. Like, how many times haven't we been? You remember retribution was a thing, and they were acting like they didn't know any of these people. Uh, they're gonna have to. It, it's on par with them. It's gonna. They're gonna have to pretend they don't. They've never seen them before. Oh, Denise. So we're about to go off on some stuff. Why? I'm just what trying happened? to get this. I'm just trying to get this show reviewed. Um, is it bad? It's just so stupid. It's just so stupid. And I'm going to make the people wait uh, one more segment because Tazawa comes out and interrupts Kevin Owens, who has been drafted to Raw. Christopher Hart says, was K- Tazawa's segment KO's that's when I knew I was going to AEW moment? No, I think he if he's going to AEW, he probably knew it well before. Uh, Joel Wood says, based on the recent social media activity of KO lately, I'm less sure of Owens leaving than I was before. Do you have any feelings one way or another? As I always say, I will never try to understand the motivations of a millionaire. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know creatively. I mean, we're talking about not just millionaires, creative millionaires, Denise. Like these people have different ways that they like to portray their art and like to get that out there. So it's hard for me to say what anybody will want. Kevin Owens might want to stay in WWE. He might want to go to AEW. I'm sorry, but what the hell was this segment? To me, it didn't even make sense. Lazy is what it was. He hit a stunner on Tazawa and hit the bricks, and that was it. Exactly. My question is, why? What was the purpose? Just to get him on TV. That's it. It was so, it was, yeah, it was dumb. I didn't see the purpose in it. And my whole thing is, all right, when there's this big cloud of assumption over your head that Kevin Owens may be leaving after his contract is up, my thought process behind this, if I'm a decision maker, is do everything in my power to make this guy not make this an easy decision. I want to convince him to like, if I want him to stay, if this is somebody I want to stay now, and I would think that they would want Kevin Owens to stay, I would do everything in my power to make this guy feel like this is the place to be. And if you leave, you might regret it. And right now, based on just like, I'm not even talking about like anything else because I did like everything that he did with Roman Reigns and all of that was fantastic. Um, and everything that he's done with Sami Zayn has been fantastic. Okay, fine, whatever. But this tonight with Akira Tozawa, even if it was just one night for like a minute or whatever, that is not a clear, that's not a good indicator of where they're headed with Kevin Owens. Evan Wright says, I miss Dragon Gate Akira Tozawa. Give him back. Well, they gave Finn Balor back to Raw. He got a he got a video package. We had a promotion package for Toxic Attraction for NXT. So they did a few video packages tonight that that promoted people. But Seth Rollins was out there promoting himself. He had his his drip god stuff out there. But Edge is headed to Raw too. That's a really good addition. He did an interview. It was harmless. It was hey, here I am on Raw. Now let's talk. Nerd Guru says. I saw the Raw Talk picks. Here's $5 for you and Alex to go off. Well, uh, Denise is on the show tonight, but Alex is going to go off tomorrow night on FightfulSelect.com on Sour Graphs. Are you ready, Denise? Tell me already. I'm frustrated. Just tell me. The SmackDown picks are Natalia without Tamina, uh-huh. Shotzi without Tegan, and get Already? this, get this, Shanky and Gender without Veer. 
Okay, right? Okay, that's not making me mad. That's just hilarious. It's so ridiculous. So they beat an Italian to me now 400 times and split him up. I couldn't give a shit. Give a shit couldn't be me. Tegan and Shotzi beat those girls 742 times and were supposed to get a title shot. And they didn't get their title shot. But I'll tell you, if they do, Denise... They're going to get it over the next two weeks now that we know that they're already broken up and they're not going to win. Wait, is this it? Is this what I'm supposed to be outraged about? You can be outraged about whatever you want. It's, it's, I'm not outraged. It's just stupid. This doesn't make me angry. Why angry? That's how you made it seem. You made it seem like I was going to be angry. Like, what the hell do stupid? um, Well, it is stupid. Like, first of all, like with Tegan and and Shotzi, it's like you're telling me I wasted all these minutes of my life watching these SmackDown matches, talking about them on my show like they were going somewhere with it for nothing. That's the only thing where I'm like, all right, whatever. But ne- we next time known, anybody though. says let it play out, it'll make sense. They're gonna catch a smack. They're catching a smack. We sure. should have known that they were gonna break them up. If you think about it, all the signs were there, Sean. They were all there. The signs were there. They were what signs. They they weren't on TV. Yeah, exactly. That's a big sign. You're not on TV. You're supposed to be this new tag team. Yeah, you got these wins, but you never actually got your title shot. Okay, that's a big sign that they were going to, you know, break these, you know, break them up. But in a way, like it's stupid, but it doesn't hurt it too bad because it's not like they were necessarily like an established team. Like, I think I saw more. I don't know. uh, Additional picks on Raw. Dana Brooke, the Dirty Dogs. Jackson Riker, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim. Uh, I don't know if she went by the name Reckoning there. I'm going to look it up. Somebody please let me know in the chat. Uh, the Hurt Business, Cedric and, and Shelton, and The Miz. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a significant uh, addition Did Morrison there. Morrison go to again? Is he, he on? He went to Raw. I think he went to Raw Oh, yeah, he's on, on Raw. So, uh, Hurt Business, Miz, Dirty Dogs. Some some good additions there. Malcolm Mitchell says, who is going to be the top female babyface in SmackDown? Uh, probably. They could do Naomi if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah probably They could do Naomi. Naomi. I mean, Tony Storm if they wanted to. Not she just was, saying she's a heel. She was mentioned as Mia Yim. Everybody in the draft pool got drafted. So there were no free agents. Um, KE775 says, forgot if I asked, do you sense what's up with Dakota Kai? They had not indicated to the NXT call-ups as of Wednesday what was going to happen to them. They didn't tell them they were getting called up or where. Uh, Sean Blanford said, my God, gender's beating Roman, isn't he? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so wait, who got separated? Was it Shanky or was it Veer again? Rinku Singh. I, I can't. I think it's I think it's Veer. He was oh, the Veer? one that was in Indu Share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's the one staying on Raw then, or is he going to SmackDown? Sorry, I didn't clarify that. He's staying on Raw. He's staying on Raw. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be brutal. I feel like they kind of needed each other. I mean, they weren't that great as like, a trio, is, but they're not that great alone either. It's such a WWE thing to be like, how many tag teams we got in the women's division? Two? Four? Let's make it two. Let's make sure we only got two. That's what we need to do. Who the hell are they going to face? They need to... 
they're, it's so stupid. Veer, so stupid. I'll tell you, he's going to face T-Bar. He's going to face Karrion Cross. He's going to face R-Truth, John Morrison. R-Truth? Was R-Truth drafted? Drake Maverick. Yeah, I'm seeing him on the Raw roster. Where are you seeing him on the Raw roster at? Wikipedia? Right no, I got the list up right here on, on uh, F4W. Okay. And he's listed, he's listed on the Raw side. like Fart 4W. Um, hey, anyway. hey, hey. <laughs> hey I, I don't say nothing bad. Anyway, uh, guys, keep those super chats coming in. Brandon Charles Powell said, did Shotzi and Knox ever get that title shot? Nope, they sure didn't. Uh, Anakin JMT says, Denise, I was pronouncing Dijak's last name that way too. Pretty sure NXT commentary said it that way several times. Okay, see, so I thought I just made it up because I think one time I said it on the show and you corrected me and I was like, oh, damn, I guess I messed up this whole time. My bad. (laughs) They've done it Dijakovic, Dijakovic, all kinds of ways. Anakin says, at this point, have team kick reform. Oh, could you imagine? Aziz versus Omos is Vince's wet dream, says Cliff Beard. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to get back to draft picks in a moment. Uh, We've got Injection 2K says, I got Willow vibes from Jeff Hardy. I hope not. That character sucks ass. I don't like the Willow character. I don't like the Itchweed character. Don't like any of that. But... I do like Shayna Baszler beating up Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke's barely been on this show, but Shayna beat that I ass. Checked. She hasn't wrestled since June 28th or 29th, something like that. Since okay? Mandy went up. Since Mandy yeah, went up. Yeah, that's when they were still doing some, well, that's when they were still doing something with her and Mandy. And like that ended up, you know, being what it was. But yeah, I feel bad for her. She's, she's, uh, She's become forgetful on the roster, which is very, very sad. There was a lot of people that I saw on Twitter today basically saying they even forgot who she was, which sounds a little drastic. But then again, you know, people have different viewing habits. People love to be drastic, as do I. Uh, This was quick. It was easy. Alicia Ellis says Shayna winning the Queen's crown and Woods winning King of the Ring are such obvious and good picks that I fully believe they're going out early in the tournament because WWE is dumb. It, it writes itself, Denise, King of the Ring, Xavier's wanted to win it forever. You've had Big E and Kofi win their dream titles. Xavier has said, oh, yeah, that'd be nice, but I've always wanted to be King of the Ring. He said that. Give the people what they want and give the Queen of Spades the ability to be the Queen of Spades. And then today afterwards, like after his match, he was just like going off about his crown. So, I mean, if they don't get the hint after that, I don't know what you can do. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Palan says something about Shayna versus Dewdrop has me legitimately excited. Do you see WWE giving them more than two minutes on Raw and six on pay-per-view? Who do you have winning? I got Shayna winning. Shayna needs to win that. Dewdrop won't get hurt any by losing to Shayna Baszler, Denise. Dewdrops had like every obstacle thrown in front of her. She they gave her a terrible name of Dewdrop. They put her in there with Eva Marie in this like story that was really, really odd in these matches that have been horrible. Her losing to Shayna would probably be the best thing that has happened to her on that roster. Well, we've got RK Bro coming face to face with AJ and Omos. And Orton challenges Omos to a match, but The crafty old veteran is teaching the rookie some new tricks, Denise. Yeah. He just just wants to get out there and be a slithery little snake. 
Yeah, I was a little confused about Matt Riddle's promo back there. I was like, what is he trying to insinuate that Randy Orton's walking around all happy backstage? What did he say again? It was it was a reference uh, to something. It was something along the lines of like his pants and uh, I forgot the exact verbatim, but it was kind of insinuating that he was walking around like with the, you know, I don't oh, an erection. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. I didn't want to have to be disgusting, you know, and, and say it out loud. That's what Thank he was you. insinuating. Yeah, Thank you're you. right. Yeah, that's what he was yeah is that a snake in your pants or is you, are you as happy as I am? Yeah. I mean, hey, Seth Rollins said shit on TV tonight. He was very excited about that last week during NXT, too. He even tweeted. He said, I guess we can say shit now. Cool. I mean, if you can insinuate that someone's walking around with an erection, I mean, shit isn't at the top of the list, man. Hey guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to keep plugging it. I, ha I have a story about the WWE USA network relationship and a, a little bit of a scoopski here, Denise. I asked them, I'm like, hey, what about, uh, ask them as in uh, USA network sources about the possibility or about their feelings on edgier content and language. And they're like, well, we have it on our other shows, so why not wrestling? And I love that approach. Dude, I'm sorry, but like I watch a lot of television, okay? And some of these storylines on these shows, they are like very, I mean, granted, a lot of them aren't streaming services, but still, a lot of the shows that I watch are putting out some edgy as hell, um, you know, content yeah. out there. I'm sorry, but at this point, like it's all around. Like, I mean, I remember watching Riverdale and like watching some like practically almost porn scenes up in there with like, uh, with Jughead and Betty, like they people were like, who are supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah, they were like getting oh, it on, man, like full on, like and uh, that was on cable television. So you're telling me you can't say get a little edgy on wrestling? Screw that, man. I remember that scene. I caught about five minutes of that show once, and it was Archie beating up like 732 people back to back, and I just got so annoyed. I was like, this ain't ever happening. Uh, like the first couple of seasons were fine, and then it was just like god-awful programming, and I stopped watching. Well, we had super brutality against Italian Tamina. They had a promo beforehand. Fine, they're they're doing the the Rhea thinks that Nikki is corny thing. That's fine. They beat Natalia and Tamina. I love most of the ingredients in this match, but you know what I don't love? This match happening again. Could not care. Profound Magician says, "How many women's tag team titles or how many women's tag teams are on the main roster right now? Why do they even have the titles anymore?" Well, I think there's about two teams now, and uh, I wouldn't know who what the second the one teams? is. Super Brutality and who else? Hmm. I watch. And they we... broke up. They broke up. Do drop and Eva Marie. Okay, you, you, yeah. could, you could count Zelina and Carmella. No, if you, no if, way. If you really? No tried. way, Sean. No, that's stretching it. Really no, that tried. does not count. Nope, no way. Otherwise, they have one team. One team. Which are the champions? Right? Are the champions? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't think of another team that's a legitimate team. That's it. That's it. Well, Ali and Mansoor are a legitimate team. And if you didn't know it, you figured it out because they faced Garza and Carrillo again. Woohoo. My favorite thing is, is we're going to 50 50 book this too. I love that, like, one, like, half a second after this ended, Big E is like, y'all can piss off. You're, neither one of you are the new day. So I'm just going to come interrupt this. It's fine. It's just, why are we doing this again, Denise? I don't know because they don't want to put, uh, you know, uh, man, I just like, if I'm Ali and I'm Mansoor, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Like, 
I I don't I thought for a while they were giving them a push. I thought for for a good chunk of time that maybe we were going to see them become tag team champions at Saudi Arabia. That's where I thought this whole thing was going. Uh but with their losing to Angel Garza and Umberto Correa, who are guys that, you know, have been sitting in catering, they haven't been doing anything with. If I'm Ali, if I'm Mansoor, I'm I'm starting to worry a little bit about my slot on this yeah. roster. But and then that's not, you know, that's 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 on their end, right? And then when it comes to Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo, I almost like they need to give, I mean, what other teams? I mean, yeah, they have more men's teams and they could get them some wins against them, but they tend to only slot certain people with each other. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. And they're not, they're never, neither of these teams is ever going to grow if they don't put them up there with some of the other, you know, better tag teams to have competitive matches and to actually pick up some wins. They're all just staying in the same exact level. And I'm glad that we are seeing Garza and Umberto move on over to, uh, to SmackDown down because I really I mean optimistically I'm hoping I'm being a little hopeful here that they're actually going to treat them like a proper tag team and not like a you know bottom of the barrel team couldn't agree more and as far as the women go it's like there's so many women not doing anything on the show build some teams build some teams Nikhil Biznath says Holland is up. What's next for Pete Dunn on 2.0? I mean, he's still got Lorcan and Birch, so he'll be fine. Pete yeah. Dunn's one of those guys that I don't think he's he's not one of those guys where I'm like, oh man, he lost Rich Holland. Shoot, that's not gonna be good for him. Exactly. Nah, Pete Dunn is fine on his own. He's fine doing his thing. He doesn't need to rely on anybody. Ridge Holland needed Pete Dunn more than Pete Dunn needed Ridge Holland. And Correct. We'll see if he can sink or swim there. Uh, Intangible One Cliff Beard says, SmackDown won the tag division and women's divisions in this year's draft so far. Shayna should win the Queen's Crown thing. I'm going to take a look um, after tomorrow at, um, oh, sorry, Dunn and Ridge turned on Lorcan and Birch. You're, you're right. Uh, Luis pointed that out. Completely forgot about that. NXT 2.0 moves at like 5 million miles an hour. So it's hard for me to even remember what <laughs> Dude, like. dude, I spent like two weeks ago when they were showing all of these new people. I spent so much time having to pause and Google people because I was like, who the hell is this person? What yeah. do they do? What's their background? Why don't I know this person? I forgot. That takes like, a I, lot of energy. I watched this show. I rather enjoy how fast paced it is, but I forget so much stuff that happens on these shows. Um, thank you to their group for passing that in. Uh, Tyler McDowell Blanken says, Hugh Ricochet fan here. What's his ceiling on SmackDown? It I, we, we, we will find out the first night he's on the show, Denise. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. It, it, it depends. If they want to do something with him, his ceiling, there is no ceiling. If they just see him the way that they've been seeing him the last couple of years, then you're just going to see the exact same thing, but on SmackDown. Yeah, and I, I'll have to look at the rosters. Like, it wouldn't shock me to see him putting a tag team either with somebody. But um, what what is his ceiling, I think, on that show? Probably Intercontinental title. Uh, he ain't going to get into the world title picture, unfortunately. He's one of those guys that can do things physically that nobody else can do, and they don't they do not do much with it. Brandon Charles Powell said that he obliterated three teams in one fell swoop after Raw. They sure did. Orlando Arrego said Raw Talk just did some drafts and they broke up the only two women's tag teams and gender genders team just broke up too. Like imagine how obtuse you have to be to be like, well, 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Smackdown didn't want Veer. They they hated Veer so much, they were like, only these two. Man, I don't even know what to say. They they need to like, have they need to have like the commentators say on Raw, Veer wanted to be drafted by himself. Veer went to officials and demanded he be drafted by himself. Like there's makes no sense way that's it. gonna happen. I know that's not won't. gonna happen. We're we're not even gonna see we might see Veer once and then that's gonna be legitimately it. Norm says Ricochet would do great in a wrestling company, not so much in WWE. Stay juicy. A manager would help too, and I, I don't disagree with you, Norm. Cliff Beard says Ricochet going to feud forever with Happy Corbin. Ah, oh, boy, you're right. Well, and Madcap Moss. Dude, I keep wanting to call Madcap Moss Madcat Moss. It's driving me nuts. I hate Do you ever use a Mad Cats controller when you play no, PlayStation? I don't play PlayStation. Anakin says... What do you think it'll take for most of the roster to realize WWE isn't the hotbed of wrestling it was in the Attitude Era? Oh, most of them realize it. Like, I mean, the, the people that I've spoken with, they're very realistic. I don't talk to anybody. I talk to, like, a significant part of the roster, and they're not detached from reality here. Like, they're they're very aware. Uh, for some reason, the Super Chat did not pop up, but uh, Mod Motar says, how about Dakota Kai? Bailey and Asuka are injured. I get it. They'll come back whenever suits them, but Dakota is nowhere to be seen. I promise you, I'm going to ask. I'm going to try to find out, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. Uh, Brandon Charles Powell says the Fox robot did not want Veer. Pissed him off. They pissed him off. Poor Veer. Andrew Lolivar says, upset the New Day broke up. It's like Vince saw fans being happy weeks ago and thought, no more of that. Plus, SmackDown women and tag divisions are overstocked. Well, speaking of New Day, Biggie came out and he's like, I'm not too happy about this. I don't like it. But it, it, it 
it's happening. And he calls out Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, I thought, cut one of his more natural promos in a while. It's not necessarily a history lesson. That's because Dolph Ziggler's handing out the history lessons, Denise. Now, you had tweeted, and I agree with you, this is one of the better setups for a Can They Coexist match. And that's because Dolph Ziggler showed up to the truck with his little USB stick, and he said, plug this in, Kevin Dunn. Got something for you. And he rolled some footage of how he brought in these guys. And now, granted, he already got like 200 title shots off this and got Bobby Roode a title shot last year off this, and they lost. But we get to see the Big E history played out through here. And I'm, I was okay with that. Okay, so I have three thoughts. One, <laughs> one, in terms of we all knew that they were going to do this, like, can they coexist between Drew McIntyre yeah. and Big E thing? Like, we all knew that's the direction they were headed, right? At least they found a uh, more creative way in building up to it. Now, my only criticism, and I should add this, though, that uh, everything that Dolph Ziggler said during this, it made sense. You know, he provided footage. I mean, he laid out a whole PowerPoint presentation. Everything he said made sense. And, you know, I agreed with everything he said. Fine. I liked all of that. It led to something. Great. The only thing I didn't like was that it went extremely long where it was like, if you pick out pieces of this, it was fantastic. But as a whole, it took forever to get to the actual point. That was one of the things where I did kind of feel like it dragged on way too long. And then my uh, third thing was, um, I really hope they don't go into like Biggie and Dolph Ziggler because I'm really not that interested in seeing that program. And I hope they don't do that. I'm just not interested. Well, they had a match. It was fine. Four really, really good workers. And that, that's about all I got to say about it. It was a, co a Can They Coexist match that had no intrigue, uh, was largely inconsequential. At this point, the Dirty Dogs had not been drafted to Raw, so what the hell are they doing on the show, Denise? Sorry. And I got people saying, oh, well, they were there. Nothing matters right now. Then, then tell me. If, if you can tell me 60 times on the show, Denise, that the draft results don't take effect until October 22nd, you can also tell me on the show there's there's some relaxed rules for a little bit. That's all I need to hear. I'm just like, I feel bad, but I just like have zero interest in the Dirty Dogs. I find them so sure. incredibly boring where it is hard. It's like it's like pulling teeth for me to get interested. I'm sorry. I just can't. Like, I try yeah. every single week, but it's just like, this ain't it, man. So the fact that I actually enjoyed this for what it was, this was a huge plus for me because normally I would be completely disinterested. Uh, Mod Matar says, it was a member super chat. Here's an actual one. Always waiting for notifications from Fightful Select. We're going to get plenty of them, my friend. And also, I mean, I'll still read those member super chat. That's why you all join. Uh, it just didn't pop up on StreamYard for some reason. Omar says, since you forgot, hashtag mute Denise. Denise has been on her best behavior tonight. I, I can't oh, really... thanks. So now I have to behave good to be on this show. Sean, you don't even listen to me. You should have just kept me in developmental. Let's Let's mute Denise here. Uh, Cliff Beard says Fox saw Veer's baseball career and said, nah, Damn, I mean, at least he, he gave it a go. I'm not going to fault the man for, for having a, a largely unlikely major league baseball or minor league baseball career. I mean, they made a movie about the damn thing. So 
Yeah. I think, have you seen that movie, Denise? Oh, you're frozen. Or am I frozen? Who's frozen? Who's frozen? Is it me? Oh, well. Well, we're going to, we're going to, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I was sitting here trying to refresh and everything. I really muted Denise. Oh, my God. Oh, my, yeah, here she is. Should I let her in? Sean? Yeah. So, believe it or not, we're having a storm in Los Angeles. We have lightning and thunder and rain, and we are not prepared for it. So, uh, the lightning kind of, like, blew out just my internet oh my for God. some reason. I thought, the lightning... I, thought I, I thought it was, like, Million Dollar Baby, and I hit you in the head and killed you or something. No, oh, internet, Denise. did you hear? Denise, your, your connection is dog shit. You gotta, you gotta hold off. Uh, Denise's connection is is absolute dog shit. We'll get her back whenever uh, that is back. Well, let me see here. Let me let me go onto the solo frame over here. There we go. We're gonna keep reading some super chats. Get through this show. Eight one three car guy says I've been searching all night for a list of barred holds in WWE. Can somebody send me a link? We'll put one together. It depends on if you mean kayfabe or realistic. James Boris says. What is the thought behind surprise roll-ups? Do they think it really protects anyone? Yes. WWE, Vince McMahon, thinks that it does protect someone. Isaiah TV says, what are the odds Vince changes his mind about draft picks within the next three weeks and changes them with no explanation? Oh, I'd be willing to bet that we get at least a few that do that. Keep those super chats rolling in. KE775 says, do you think Mia Yim will get a legit shot on Raw? It doesn't seem like the women's roster is super deep. I'll have to take a look at the women's roster after all this, but yeah, I think I think if she gets on TV, she'll get an okay shot. I don't know if she'll be pushed towards the top of the card or anything, because if they wanted to, they would have had her on that show within the, the year at some point. But you know what, guys? Denise got muted. She got muted. I thought that I killed her. I thought I killed Denise. I thought that me muting Denise put her to sleep. But you know what? You're going to be able to rest easy when you go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Oh, yeah, my friends. I've been doing all this traveling lately, and I do not sleep well on the road. Not at all. I sleep bad. I come home. I sleep like a baby. because That's because I got one of those Helix Sleep Dusk Lux mattresses. I went to helixsleep.com, took a quiz. It was like two minutes, and it completely matches me. Sorry, I stuttered there. Completely matched to the perfect mattress for me. They got soft, medium, firm mattresses, ones that are great for cooling you down. They sleep hot, great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. Now, this was during the pandemic when I went to Helix Sleep, and I didn't want the same old mattress that that I've been on. I've been on this piece of crap slab of memory foam. And I didn't want to roll around on a mattress everybody else had been rolling around on. So I went 
to helixsleep.com. I took their quiz and I got matched up with that Desklux model and it really changed the game for me. I used to only be able to sleep on my back. Don't know why, it was just how it was. I had a pretty bad neck injury about 12 years ago and that that changed my sleeping habits. Now I'm able to sleep on my side as well and they got those wonderful pillows. So right now, Helix Sleep is offering up to $200 off all mattresses and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Up to $200 off and two free pillows. They have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. So they'll send you this mattress, and if you hit them up and say, I don't like it, it's not for me, you don't get your best night's sleep ever, they'll come pick it up for you. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They've got over 12,000 five-star reviews. So it's not just me telling you it's great. It's a ton of other people telling you it's great. GQ Magazine, Wired Magazine, named it their top overall mattress pick for 2020. Check it out. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Uh, I also love their products over at All Form as well. They're great furniture. I am a big believer in the Helix product. I bought one of their mattresses myself. And then I said, you know what? I would like to see if we could do business with these people. And fortunately, they were down for it. Hello there. We're having a big storm, Sean. It's like the biggest storm we've had in like over a decade. I kid you not. Yes, we're legit having a storm right now. Like for LA, this is a storm. Yes. A decade? You mean the same length of time as the warranty for helixsleep.com slash Fightful? (laughs) 10 years. So the net, listen, Denise, you get a Helix Sleep mattress and you you rest like a baby, and their warranty will last an entire storm length. Like amazing, a whole storm, a whole alley storm. Yeah, we're sorry, we're not used to this. So if I do go out again, I'll try to come back. But just FYI, it's okay. Uh, you you can't you can't help out acts of God. Anakin says, "Did you see Chris Hemsworth in the storm?" No, but I feel like the I literally feel like. The storm just like it, it, I was the demon Finn Balor and there's this ropes just like went underneath me and I was just like gone and out. I could like, do you hear that? Like, I'm not used no. to this. This is I muted you. Fun. I muted you and you like died. <laughs> it's like, what did I do? Oh, so you what thought did you did it? Yeah, I was like, <gasps> I was well, sitting here like, it. did I freeze or did Denise? I wasn't sure. No, no, you missed it. I just heard like a bunch of like boom, 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 and then everything was gone. Oh, no. Yeah. Brandon Charles Powell says, Queen of Spades versus Charlotte the Queen. I can dig that. It's natural. I wish they would do it and, and make it worth a damn. Uh, Nerd Guru says, just call them the WWE Women's Champion and the Women's Universal Champion. I don't understand why they're brand exclusive. It is very stupid. I don't know why they don't do that with the tag titles as well, Denise. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that either. I feel, see, here's my thing. I do think that if, you know, if um if you're a brand-specific champion, I almost feel like maybe you shouldn't be like up for grabs to be like, you know, in the draft. I don't know. Yep. Is that, does that suck the fun? No, I agree. I mean, I agree. I think that would be good. And I mean, I think they could make for some good storyline stuff too, where in the weeks before like GMs are like, no, we want titles on this person. So they can't be drafted. Like you, you get some elements of favoritism played in there. Yeah, for sure. They can definitely do something like that. I, I think they should definitely implement that into the next draft. Ner- Guru says, Tegan returned to team with Shotzi. They broke up Shotzi. Ember teams Shotzi with Tegan. Now they broke up Shotzi and Tegan. Good Lord, the idiocy. 
I feel so bad for them. And what sucks too is that they even made their debut like the week before without a crowd. So they could have at least had that moment where they made they made their debut still in like the Thunderdome era together. They could have like made their debut with people like literally the following week. Yep. Launchpad says they're really calling KO the dynamic Kevin Owens on Raw Talk. So he's totally going to get buried the next few months, right? I'll try to find out what the hell that is about. Uh, Cliff Beard says the lightning delayed Monday night football by 45 minutes tonight. Yikes. And Christian yeah. Knight, Christian Knight says Denise with the old shield promo quality camera. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I heard because the game's at SoFi and I don't think oh, SoFi yeah. was prepared for, uh, this is like the, who would be yeah, out well, there? I mean, I mean nobody million is. dollar stadium, but they just, they're not prepared. And like, even though they have the roof, I believe if I'm correct, they're still open on the sides a little bit. So I think yeah. that might like affect the game. I don't know. So we've got uh wrestle riot says, I'm not upset. They broke up biggie and new day. He needs to stand on his own and prove he can be the face of the company. I'm telling you all it takes is like biggie being backstage and he's bummed out. And then Adam Pierce is like, I figured they told you that they, they requested to be drafted separately so you could stand on your own. And Big E could just shoot one of those looks like, okay, I see what they're doing. Like one of those, like make an effort. Like explain it. Make an effort to just make it make sense. Because otherwise, within kayfabe, unless you tell us, unless you say they can't be drafted together, that's fine. It's okay if you want to tell me Big E, Kofi, and Xavier cannot be drafted together. That's okay to me. Just tell me that. Yeah, in that case, they need to make it clear who can and cannot be drafted together because you have the Mysterials being drafted together. You do not have Veer, Shanky, and uh, <laughs> and Gender being drafted together. But then you have, you know, uh, you know, Nikki and Rhea, and yeah, they're champions and all that. But still, it's like, oh, again, yeah, they're champions. So okay, fine, I'll let that yeah. one slide. But I'm trying but to Nikki, come up with some more examples. Nikki sounded shocked. She was like, "Oh my gosh, we got drafted to the same brand." Well, no, no shit. <laughs> You're tag champions. Uh, yeah, so they need to really make it, like, official. Michael Branson says, just how large is the storm? I'm in East uh, East SD, San Diego, and it's wild right now. Well, I hope you guys are staying safe. Yeah, I don't remember anything like this, like, recently. Brandon Charles Powell said, my word, you not only muted her, but you froze her. Well, you, you exploded me, bro. Like, freaking thunder was taking me out here, I'm man. sorry. <laughs> Paul Heyman was very happy. He got the Usos drafted to SmackDown. I was really hoping that the Usos would get drafted to Raw, and Roman and Paul Heyman would strong-arm Fox into trading the Usos for the New Day. That way you would have New Day on Raw, Usos on SmackDown. What would you think of Heyman's backstage promo? thought it was oh, really it great. Was I thought it was pretty funny. It was probably one of the best things that they've done uh, with Kevin Patrick as an interviewer. So that was pretty funny. Like just the one line and, you know, essentially having Paul Heyman just like, you know, staying quiet and whatnot that they sold it really well. Uh, now people are mentioning hit row uh, being together, uh, lashing the hurt business. Well, this is a bit different because new day has not been together as a collective unit until big E won the title. Hurt business just got back together. Hit row has been together. What's going on with Top Dollar? I heard there's like Twitter drama. I don't know. I get along with Top Dollar on on the Twitter machine. I haven't seen, but apparently I heard. Anakin says, weird, there's a New Day podcast with all three of them. Well, yeah. And sometimes RJ City. Brandon Charles Powell says, aren't the Mysterios on their way to breaking up anyway? Add that to the list. You can never assume. 
I mean, can we you thought, really break them up though? We thought that that Shayna and Nia Jax were going to break up a year ago. Yeah, um, and they did kind of multiple times. Yeah, get in your super chats, guys. We are headed down the home stretch. Uh, Goldberg wants to murder Bobby Lashley, and I, he's like straight straight up saying, "I'm going to murder you." And because it's in Saudi Arabia, they won't do shit. That's what he's saying. I can get away with murder in Saudi Arabia, which has me thinking, don't tell Drew that. He's got a sword. Okay. So, like, my pet peeve about this was that Bobby Lashley comes out and he starts talking about character assassination. And I'm like, why the hell are you talking about character assassination when Goldberg said that he legitimately wanted to kill you last week? He said he'd be lucky if he got to kill you. Goldberg's like, why are we talking about character assassination? I'm talking about human assassination. I will kill you, he said. And, And Arn Anderson pulling out the Glock and spilling brains. Deanna Perrazzo went to Mickey James's house to her farm, dressed exactly like her and said, I'll fucking kill you, Mickey. Well, we were talking about edgier content, Sean. There you go. There you go. That's the edgy content because tearing someone's eyeball out was not enough edge. It wasn't. Oh God. You know, I, I like well, this. Like, I gotta yeah. say, I like it. I don't care that Goldberg says that he comes out here and wants to kill somebody. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. Like, yeah, I'm I give all a damn. for the edgy stuff, man. Occasionally, I'll have some people go, hey, again, are you offended by that? I'm not offended. I'm shocked after, like, what, 15, 10, maybe 10 years of being conditioned to, I don't like you very much. I'm going to whip your butt. Stuff you like mean, that. Sean, you mean the word bitch does not get you every Hold time? On. Hold on. That's not how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you know, That's I was going to tweet it. you. I was going to tweet you just bitch at John Rochette, but I didn't think people were going to get it. That's what I was Bitch. worried about. I was like, no one is going to get this or like only a few people who are watching Raw are going to get this and then like nobody else. The only way I could have enjoyed that Deanna Perrazzo, Mickey James segment more is after Deanna Perrazzo beat her ass. As she walks off, she looks over her right shoulder and she says, bitch, like that's it. And didn't they have Here, job my... do the bitch line too recently when she got hey, the do drop? Murders were men, says Louise. <laughs> men were men. Go ahead, sorry. Um, didn't do job. She also did the bitch line recently too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, she did. During the backstage sure segment, it's like so, you can't be doing it left and right, man. Like it's not really an insult. Like that's one of the things. Like for you as a guy, if a guy were to call you a bitch, is that an insult to you? I guess, like. To me, like, I've seen people that are like, oh, it's sexist, and I guess this depends on how you see it, but, like, I don't I don't see it as, like, I'm calling somebody a, a bitchy female. I'm, it's just, like, one of those nonchalant things. It's, it's like been so desensitized. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's, what, like, it's not even, doesn't even feel like a real insult that I, I don't think a guy would legitimately be, or, like, a, a real man, I don't think yeah. a real man would be all that, you know, so, butt hurt over someone calling him a bitch. Did you see that, Mickey, Deanna segment? I did, I saw it. It was I so much it. fun. Yeah. But, like, my thing is, like, what if Mickey would have won the fight? Where, where did, what happens after that? Like, 
Diana just lay there unconscious on her property? What? What are you? Are you trying to say? Does she dispose of her body? Yeah. Does he dispose? Does like Nick Aldis okay. drive up from buying Look, orange Sean. juice and eggs and be like, "Well, I guess we got to deal with this." Mate. I don't know what kind of murder brain you've got, but my I brain watched, did not go there. Okay. I watched so much Investigation Discovery. It's like I watched so much of it, and like a camera crew was there, so they would. Well, this stuff is admissible in court, Denise. You know, every time I watch those shows, they're always all the crimes, all the murders, all the like this person vanished. They all happen in small towns. OK. Oh, like, not. Is, no way. Yes. So, so many of the them happen. In- that I watch. They're always like they're always like in a small town and so and well, so, so and so. Because that's because there's like heart of murder and murder in the. the, the yeah. Like Midwest, all the shows. And I'm like, hell no. Like, oh, this is not going to fly. So. So much of the the investigation discovery stuff is in Pinellas County, Florida, because Miami doesn't give a damn and Florida's crazy, but I don't know. Um, William Miner says, can the demon get drafted to so, SmackDown? Hold on. Now I'm even no. more mad because think about it. We have people threatening to kill each other. We have all of these, you know, crazy things happening, right? Yeah. And <laughs> the demon loses because the ropes fell. Damn. See, like, let's put that in perspective. For it's it's not wrong. Orlando Orego says Top Dollar got in trouble on Twitter because he said that other faction couldn't cut it on the main roster. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Which yeah. other faction? No, he was just saying that he said something along the lines of like, don't be talking about like what you don't know, because the reason we got called up is because like, like basically saying like, I don't know that they're better or something. I don't know if it was in like character or not character or what. I don't I just, know. I just don't know what stable he was talking about because there have been so many failed mm-hmm. stables on it. Just, yeah. I have Polar, to go see the thread. Polar X 92 says thoughts on Seamus potentially going after the IC belt and becoming a grand slam champion. I hope he wins it. He deserves it. I don't see any reason he can't. Uh, I think he and Nakamura would have a hell of a match. Oh, a hell of a yeah. match. Immediately, that was one of the things I thought of. Guys, now the fact that this is the response, Retribution, Undefeated Era, Legato del Fantasma, Sanity, means that nobody seems to have any idea. So there you go. Cyclops says all Tony D'Angelo does is incriminate himself. And his family. And his family. He's out there telling like even Denise isn't a snitch. We had somebody mad at me on Twitter one day and went to Denise and she's like, why are you telling me? Stop being a little snitch. A lot of people snitch on you. I don't like I don't like snitches. All right. I don't like no rats. Get a hobby, man. Get a hobby, man. Uh, So Makovsky says if Goldberg wants to do that to Bobby, she hit up Arn Anderson. And God of Tongues says, speaking of not getting title matches, isn't Lashley owed a tag title match for winning the two-hour turmoil? Give it to Shelton and Cedric. They got to make sense of that eventually. They got to make sense of that eventually. I didn't remember that. I feel like that was 50 years ago. In raw time, that was like 50 years ago, Sean. Yep. Uh, But we had New Day uh, versus... Who who the hell did they face? Because our notes have a million different things. Uh, Cedric and Shelton, was it? Yeah. Wait, okay. why am I blanking out? Sorry. Yeah, I was blanking out because um, the, the I'd be better. Yeah. I didn't take any loads this time. Where is my brain? <laughs> Same here. Same here. I, it's it's been a long weekend. Sean, we but... review this show. This is terribly embarrassing. I know. It's just that 
this is another one that shows so much shit happened because of the draft. So I'm like, my God, who did they face? Like, and New Day beat Cedric and Shelton, who just reunited. Yeah, Cedric very and Shelton. I don't even very, remember much of this, to be honest. They they uh, they beat them very quickly, and uh, Street Profits came out. <sighs> they, All they I remember me- from this is Xavier Woods yelling, "Crown me!" after they won the match. Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about the match. It was very quick. Cedric did uh, did scream out Crownley, which is cool. But Street Profits came out after that, and like Cedric and Shelton, one week after or a couple weeks after the Hurt Business is back, afterthought. That's frustrating. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. They were Cedric and Shelton are like afterthoughts already. Yeah, they've been afterthoughts, though. That's the unfortunate By the way, they they were were... also involved in the Goldberg thing because Lashley was like, how would you react if somebody jumped on your back? And they jumped on Goldberg's back. Yeah, okay, thank you. Now I'm remembering everything. Okay, so that's the problem, though. Okay, so I did like that setup, though. The way that Bobby Lashley set up, uh, you know, how would you like it if someone jumped on your back? And I think he said it like two or three times, and then eventually you got the attack on him. I did really like how he set that up. Um, so that was good and all of that. Uh, the only thing that I do uh, that I do want to get at here, though, is that when the Hurt Business got brought together, I feel part of the reason why it was kind of an exciting thing was because because when they were broken up, what did they do with them? Absolutely nothing. So it was one of those things where it's like they, uh, I'm not going to say they needed each other because I don't really think Bobby Lashley necessarily needed the Hurt Business. Yeah. You know, Cedric and uh, Shelton, but they needed him though. And that's the problem though. Like, there you go. Another, ta- another, you know, another team that could be utilized more as a stronger tag team, but was again essentially put on the back burner where they weren't doing something with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and uh, maybe we'll finally get Mia Yim versus Shelton Benjamin after all these years, after all their years of, of Twitter feuds. Uh, Street Profits came out. This is their way of saying, hey, the Street Profits are on Raw. That's fine. Also, a thing that I, I overlooked earlier, one of the best lines of the night was Bobby Roode calling himself Big Bob, and Big E is like, nobody calls you Big Bob. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I was dying about that the entire match because uh, they had Big Bob, and then they had Drew McIntyre as Big D. Big D. Uh, oh, I was dying over that. And every time – you, Do you ever see when I asked Big E what Kevin Owens' New Day name would be? Do you remember when Kevin Owens joined New Day for like a week? in big yeah, okay. big e spot and they called him big o and i was like well if you were big e langston and he's big o is he big o wangston am i i don't i have no comment sean this is say. this is this is not my comedy <laughs> xavier for king of the ring uh, <laughs> big o wangston big o wangston <laughs> it's not funny it's very funny it's like boyfriend. I, I almost, like- I almost broke Biggie. Like he, yeah, <laughs> that clip. It was a good. One. I was. That's probably the most proud I've been of myself. Like I had this just your entire like, career. At Big oh, Langston yeah. was the one it, that did it for you. Not even. I didn't even get him to laugh. Just almost getting him to laugh. Getting Biggie to be like, mm, that was the highlight. That was the highlight. Sean. I have no comment. This is this this is falls along the lines of Bofa. Wang Remember when you tried like, Bofa? You tried to make Bofa a thing. I, I didn't make try to make Bofa. You a were thing. trying Bofa to make it a thing, thing on here. No. 
No. We're not, we can't coexist. We're not on the same page. Omar here. says, Denise, will you break up with SRS? Well, I don't know what that means. Um, because Cliff- he's sick and tired of me being on the show, being muted. Mm-hmm. Cliff Beard says, Swerve is the North American champion with no title defenses. Does he now drop it to Santos in his first title defense? Yeah, I would say so, Denise. Bro, I still can't believe he hasn't even had a match. He didn't even have his match against Santos Escobar. You, it was right there. You mentioned it, it. Like, he won it in June. It's October. And by June. the way, by the way, the last North American champion didn't defend it successfully in a singles match either. Johnny Gargano was the last person. Bronson, Bronson Reed. did? He, he defended it in the six-man with MSK. No one-on-one singles wins. They never uh, did Bronson and Escobar either, or did they? I think it was like maybe a triple threat or something like that. Okay. Damn. Um, Mario says, somebody please be my thunder buddy. Get in your super chats. Bro, for reals, man. Like, it's pretty loud out there. I'm not used to this. I'm a little scared. I'll be honest with you. I don't do well in these circumstances. We we got storms all the time out here. Yeah, Sean. But I live in Los Angeles. We're known for great weather. This is like says. Here's a sad thought from the first NXT War Games match, including the ref commentators ring announcer. Only three people are left in WWE. That is very sad. Uh, probable cause says Kofi versus Mia, $20 ladder match, or did Mia pay Kofi? Uh, you'll have to smarten me up to that one. I'm not that sure about that. But we had the main event, and that's because Becky Lynch came out. She announced herself as the first draft pick for Raw. She's joined by Charlotte Flair. And then they are interrupted by Bianca Belair. And Bianca says, Charlotte, you don't go here anymore. And they set up a match for tonight. <sighs> and I knew it was going to happen, Denise, because it's like, man, they're hot-shotting a match that you could argue in the future main event tonight of WrestleMania. I don't think anybody would be shocked if Bianca Belair, Charlotte, main event tonight of WrestleMania. But you know, WWE, it didn't happen if it ends in a DQ. This outstanding display of athleticism. Becky on commentary. Becky is so good off the cuff on commentary. You could argue that it was distracting from the match an awful lot, but that's kind of the point of her being a heel. But it ends in a freaking DQ. And I should have seen it coming. For some reason, I didn't see it coming. I should have known. The second they had Becky on commentary, I should have known that this match was going to end in a DQ. But for some reason, in my foolish mind, I thought, all right, cool. We're going to get a nice little competitive match. I didn't really have an issue with them hotshotting this match. And the only reason for that is that they need stuff like this. This is how. This is what I mean by they need more, more stories, more stars, more people because because we just can't keep having a bunch of matches that we don't really care about. And that's the problem right now. There aren't making enough people for you to actually care about on the roster. So the matches that are supposed to be on bigger stages, on bigger platforms, are having to be used here because they don't have anything else. And I'm like, well, what can you do? So I didn't necessarily hate that they hot shot at this match. Uh, what I did not love was that we got like a very nice, you know, I don't know, 10 plus or so minute match between these two ladies that ended in a DQ because it just takes away from everything that uh, the reason that I'm watching, it takes away the interest and it makes me feel like it doesn't really mean anything. So it, it kind of fooled me there. Uh, the the reference to Mia Yim is where, um yeah yeah i see this tweet here new day versus hurt business which one want to take my 20 dollars to take out shelton uh mia and shelton have had an online feud for like 15 years 
KE775 says, any update on Scarlet? Feels like Cross needs her badly. I do not have an update on Scarlet. I'm trying to find out. Uh, Sean says the best part of Raw was Becky constantly slapping down on Saxton. That's good stuff. He's such an easy target. He Everybody really was slapped. There was oh, I, there was one part where he was like saying like, oh, we haven't seen Alexa Bliss in yeah. a long time. And they were like, oh, it's been one week, Saxton. Yeah. As far as uh, Charlotte and Bianca the match, like I feel like we've gotten away from some match analysis over the last few weeks because we've had so many different like things happening. Uh, I thought they had really good chemistry. It'll get a lot better when they can work live events together. I actually liked that the KOD was different. Like it, it was a seated attitude adjustment almost. Not quite like the Thunder Rosa finish. It was the KOD, but Charlotte landed on her back. Uh, and then they got all that. Um, well, guys, we are not going to uh, read super chats about things that are, are legal allegations or anything like that um, because we have. You know, we we are media and we cannot read shit like that with just, you know, arbitrarily. We've got to be a little bit more careful. So if you send your super chat in that that with like things like that, accusing people of things that they weren't convicted of, we can't read that on the air. Um, that is that's just not something we're allowed to do legally. Rob says, I mentioned this last week. I know Denise said she didn't want this to happen. I manifested it. Sasha got separated from Becky and Bianca. Sorry, Denise. I'll stay quiet next time. I legitimately don't quite know how the rosters all look. I'm going to, once I sort them out on Fightful in our resources section, I'll take a long look at it. But it, it's still hard for me, because especially because everybody's still in the same damn shows. Everybody's hopping back and forth. No, that raw roster is looking a little stronger. I like taking a second glance at it. It's definitely looking a little bit more uh, versatile. Like they can definitely have some good stories there. SmackDown right now, it, it to me, it's looking more. It's looking like it's taking a shift in the, a different direction. Wrestle Riot says, "Can't wait to see a new batch of Raw rematches." That's so what we called for like a while. It's bound to happen. Cliff Beard says, uh, "Mia." Got drafted to SmackDown last year, and she didn't even wrestle one match. No, she did not get drafted to SmackDown. That's not what happened. She and Retribution got drafted to Raw. Then she didn't wrestle at all in 2021. She quietly got drafted, or not drafted, sent to SmackDown internally. Externally, as far as the rosters, the public rosters goes, they don't move people. They never moved her on WWE.com or anything like that. She never appeared there. It was just internal stuff. Uh, we got a bunch more super chats. Uh, intangible one, actually, uh, Norm Summers says, "Are we to believe they start a show with no main event? They then realize they booked themselves into a corner, and we get to a good old no finish. The match was fine, but I saw Becky interference a mile away. We aren't necessarily to believe that, but I mean, I, I understand it. But they could theoretically say the women's title match, women's tag title match, was gonna be the main event. We moved it to accommodate this." Um, that's one of those things that I'm willing to overlook Denise. I know a lot of people have that problem. They're like, they didn't go into the show with the main event. I don't mind that. that uh, that's never been an issue for me because like, I, to me, it's just all part of the show. And I, yeah, that's never been an issue with me. Aisling says, or uh, Ashley says, uh, do you think they'll add Charlotte to the triple threat match at crown jewel? Sure. Hope not. My, oh, I think they will. I think I was going to first say it didn't make sense, but after tonight, 
it would make sense to do that. Yeah, I think they will. Uh, so after this match, Sasha comes out, lays a beat down as well. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with her being involved. Uh, Omar says, if Sasha wins, who will defeat Flair? Who else is there? There's there, not... Again, I got to look at the full rosters. Alicia says, do you think Becky will have both belts again? It's a bad idea. For Becky to have both belts? I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I just, for me, I'll be honest. I'm not crazy about this Becky Lynch heel character. It hasn't been working for me. Yeah. And I've been trying really hard to get into it, but I have not. She's not doing it for me either. Uh, leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. Christian Knight says Denise has better dribbling than uh, than Denise. Dennis Wait, Rodman. what? He said that De- Dennis Rodman is better at dribbling oh. than Denise. Oh, I thought he said yeah. it the opposite way. I was like, what? No, I think I may have read that wrong. JoJo says, hi, Den- Sean and Denise. Denise. Dennis. He says, hi, Sean and Denise. I like Becky, but her commentary was not it. She ruined the match for me. She was trying too hard to sound like a heel forced. She she does have the same tone all the time. Oh, like I'm it is it is very much like bad. like a forced heel thing. She's very quick, quick witted. Yes, that's good. Forced. It's yeah. good, but I almost feel like she's not talking naturally because she's being she's trying really hard to convince you that she's a heel versus it coming across as something natural as her as a natural heel. That's not when it, it's not coming across that way. It does feel very forced, which is why I personally am not into it. I do like her quick like one liners, but it's not connecting for me. And it really has taken a lot of my interest away from that. And I kind of feel bad because for like a long time, it was kind of like, oh, when Becky gets back, when Becky gets back, the women's division is going to get better. Okay, well, now she's mm-hmm. back and it has improved. You know, we're getting all of, you know, we're getting an awesome match at Crown Jewel, which I'm looking forward to seeing that match. But it's like, man, it just, it feels so against the grind with what they were doing. We've got Cyclops is better than Wolverine saying Becky's starting to go away. Heat for me. I hate DQs. Yeah, I don't like it. makes it feel like a waste of time. It, I, I, it's just, it is very annoying. But I mean, that's them booking it. Nerd Guru says, if Charlotte's in the triple threat, who do you give the belts to? Charlotte to break the record? Because of course, yuck. I'll say Sasha, I guess. Yeah, if it's a match like that, it's got to be winner take all, I think. But. It doesn't make sense. I think they should keep it a triple threat and just have Sasha win. Me too. Seems like the easiest way out. Maybe have maybe have Sa- maybe have Charlotte involved. Like have she her takes cost the match. Have her cost Bianca or who? She's on SmackDown, right? Charlotte. Yeah, she's on SmackDown. SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess! What a mess! You know what? Uh, Screw it. Just swap the belts. That's it. I give up. <laughs> now you see That's why it. they do it. It's just gonna have to be done. There's no way out. I got to take a look at it. Uh, Res Dog says, was it just me or was this a copy paste show right down to the main event shenanigans? All so many of their shows seems like it. Oh, I, I like this. Uh, yeah. And it is a copy and paste show. Cause we saw a bunch of rematches new day hurt business. We've seen it a friggin' million times. Um, is there a way the to stuff. get the raw title on Alexa bliss somehow? Probably. Um, she's really the only option that I'm seeing here. Christian Knight says, can we get an SRS Denise one-on-one basketball game for the next time you guys see each other at a pay-per-view? We'll do that. We will hey, do that. You know what? At least at least I didn't lose track of the ball, all right? We're, you notice I had a, very focused attention. We, we should do the Sean versus Denise Olympics. 
I mean, I always pitch skits and they never happen, but. Well, that's because you pitch the ideas and I say, okay, cool. Let me know when yeah, and, then and then you I never, never message me back. So I'm like, I well, then do. you know what, Sean? Well, what am I supposed to do? Follow you around. Let's mute Denise. Matt James says, what if Becky keeps the title? So at Survivor Series, you get Becky versus Charlotte, possibly unifying the titles. I, what if it could happen? The match would be really good. They've had some of the best matches in WWE history. Denise, I don't want to see those titles unified. What, the Raw and SmackDown women's titles? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? No, I don't want to see them unified either. I, I don't think they should. I like them no. being separated. It's just a matter of building up more women. That's all they need to do. Rob says, I want them to keep Charlotte and Sasha uh, stay away from each other until at least Mania season, but part of me feels like WWE can't help themselves. My <laughs> ideal situation, Denise, is, is the idea of Charlotte or Becky, one or the other, has a title. Two, we get a double finish in the Royal Rumble with two of the other ones. We've got three of the horsewomen there. And then, like, maybe the week before Mania, Bailey pops back up. And she was like, I'm here. I was owed a title shot before I got hurt. I want my title shot now. You do the four horsewomen. You main event a night at WrestleMania with the four horsewomen. And I think you do it now because it's going to be real hard in the future to not have Bianca Belair in that conversation with every single one of those women. Heel Bailey, babyface Bailey, what are we looking at? Doesn't whatever, matter. whatever gets all four of them in the main event of a night of WrestleMania. Yeah, because no matter what, when Bailey returns, she's going to get a nice reaction. So they do yeah. have something there. Stellar Justin Lopez, who came and watched the Bengals uh, win with me last week, said, I think Raw made out the best in the draft, but it won't matter who's booking. Well, I don't know who's making out with each other in the draft, Denise. Sounds kind of personal. What? Avery Duncan says, I've always thought they should draft all four of the horsewomen to one brand and have new women build on the other. I think think, that would be a good idea, but I don't think we're seeing that. I think we see too much of that as like they're the four pillars. They really are the four pillars and they always will be. I don't mind it. Honestly, I think I I would love it. I like having that. I, I do like I like the idea of it, but. Um, Jason PS3 says Bianca could beat Charlotte for the raw title. Yes, she could in that amount of time. Yes, she absolutely could. Mario Morales says, when will AEW uh, women get a shot at the NWA women tags belt tag belts? Whenever NWA asks for a favor and Tony Khan's willing to pay them to appear on NWA because NWA probably ain't going to pay him. Alicia Ellis says, if the women's title weren't brand specific, what would you like them to be called? Uh, the WWE and the the women's universal titles makes a lot of sense to me. Put them on an even plane, Denise. Yep, I agree. Nerd Guru says, I think when Bailey's healthy, she goes to Raw. I've always said, if you're going to split the horsewomen, do it in twos. Bailey versus Becky is money. Oh, it sure is. The promos there would be a lot of fun. Yeah, especially because Bailey's been doing some of her best work on the mic in recent years. So yeah, that would be something cool to see. And Nurguru wraps us up and says, this show is a snooze. Becky deserves better than the women drafted to Raw. She should be getting Roman Reigns level booking, nothing less. I don't disagree with that, but you could argue that she she is as far as in ring. She's being very, very protected. Um, but as far as creatively, the promos, this this creative, it ain't there for me. Dude, she got the bout and like, how long was that match again between her and Bianca? I think Becky's fine. Like she's Guys, got we, what she's got. 
Guys, we have plenty of other projects for you guys to check out. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We have FightfulMag.com, the newest edition of Fightful Magazine. We got Shop.Fightful.com, but our bread and butter is FightfulSelect.com. The draft news does not stop. I'm going to find out who knew where they were going, when they knew, who made the calls. I'm going to find out about who wasn't even listed in draft pools. I'm going to put some stuff up on Fightful Select about some notable people who were not in there that that maybe have been and have been on the rosters. Keep it locked to FightfulSelect.com. And that's not all. We've got seven weekly shows over there. Today, I dropped the Backstage Report podcast. That's 20 minutes of just exclusive news over there at FightfulSelect.com. I do a Q&A there every week. And if you want a more sour review, Alex Palowski has you covered. But this weekend, we're, we're going to be doing like uh, two streams simultaneously. We've got the uh, Wilder Fury Fight Night Watch Along, and then Denise and Kate will be here. Ooh, the girls versus the boys. I Hell know. yeah. I know, right? You all will do way better numbers than we will that night. Hell uh, yeah. John, John Vasque says, what's the point of creating a strong women's division when the titles are decided between four women in the recent years? That's just, that's not necessarily true. I mean, in recent years, Carmella's been champion. Naomi's been champion. Alexa Bliss has been champion. Asuka has been champion. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Nikki, ASH, like a lot of women have been champion. But they never got to the, to the level that, that, that they did. They never got to that level, though. Correct. Well, what the hell do you have going on, Denise? Well, um, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Make sure to follow me there. Follow me on TikTok at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube, Denise Salcedo. Seriously, go follow all those places. I'm like literally working on content every single day and just like, any support that you guys can offer really, really just helps out. So yeah, just go everywhere, whatever your favorite social media app is. Uh, Robert D. Felice, who writes for Fightful, has just mentioned this on Twitter. If you thought they were going to make Carrying Cross the king, I don't think the initials King Carrying Cross work out too well. No, so that's I didn't probably, even think about that. No, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> But how do you know they're going to think of that? I didn't think of that. What if they don't think of that, Sean? Josh, what if they don't think about it? They got to think about it. WWE people watch this show, so they've thought about it now. That's a fair. Oh, no. Josh Baker said, after their appearance on the distraction, I checked out the Grapsity pod this weekend, and it ruled instant fan. Check them out every Saturday at noon. We appreciate you guys. Leave a thumbs up. Leave a comment below. It helps. Most importantly, do me a favor, guys. Share this podcast on Twitter, on Facebook especially. We don't have a great foothold on Facebook, so help us out. We're on podcast platforms everywhere. We're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.